Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. And every week during the academic year, I sit down with members of the Monmouth College community to talk to them about their interests, what they do, and things they've done. In this 26th edition of Monmouth College Conversations for the 2022-2023 school year, we're going to preview the upcoming stage production of Disney's The Little Mermaid. And we'll do that with Monmouth theater professor Vanessa Campagna. Disney movie, The Little Mermaid, enthralled moviegoers, and it became one of Disney's biggest animated movies of the 20th century. Then in the first decade of this century, Disney's The Little Mermaid was turned into a stage musical on Broadway. Although the stage adaptation wasn't as successful as the film, and the reception from critics was somewhat lukewarm, The Little Mermaid has become a favorite of many theater fans. Monmouth's Department of Theater will present Disney's The Little Mermaid this April 20th through the 23rd at Wells Theater. They'll have a total of five performances. The production is a collaboration between the Monmouth College Departments of Theater and Music, the Buchanan Center for the Arts, the Galesburg Community Foundation, and the United Way of Greater Warren County. Monmouth Theater professor Vanessa Campagna is directing the play. She's also taking on several other jobs in the production. Vanessa's long been a fan of The Little Mermaid, although The Little Mermaid was not the first choice for this spring's musical production at Monmouth College. I don't think that there was one specific reason. You know, I could lean on the story that in my mother's basement there is a cassette tape where a three-year-old Vanessa is singing ah. I could say that I think that the Little Mermaid certainly growing up in the late 80s and the early 90s it's a part of my memory my cultural memory my artistic memory um, I initially announced Spongebob the musical though and I thought that that was a musical that would capture our current students' age demographic and their cultural, artistic memory from television. Frankly, they weren't excited about it. (laughs) And not having received the anticipated response, I just thought, well, I really have absolutely no interest in (laughs) SpongeBob, so that one's going to get cut. And um, I just thought we had the right mix of students to do The Little Mermaid. I think all of those students who are usual suspects in our shows could go in any direction. So, you know, Gabriella Madu, a senior graduating, she'll be going off to Arkansas for an MFA program. Gabby would have been a wonderful Ariel. She would have been a wonderful Sebastian. And she is an outstanding Ursula. But when you have that senior student who could go in any three directions, um, that keeps your casting open in a way that I found really intriguing. Um, And of course, just visually, I knew it would be a really fun show to work on in that, excuse me, in that sense. Talk a bit about the any differences there are between the film and the stage adaptation of the film. Is it pretty much the same story that people have watched over and over again on VHS or DVD or I guess digital streaming? 
Well, first of all, I will say shout out to freshman Darian Pettis, who is doing dramaturgical work. I wish she were here because she'd have a, a very long and thorough answer to that. I would say yes and no, insofar as Ariel is the protagonist who is aware that there is a world beyond her own. And she is curious about that world, uh, wants to not only observe it, but participate in that world. And so I want to take a moment and say this is not a musical about a young girl who is willing to give up her voice for a male. Does she find Prince Eric charming and attractive? Certainly. Um, But it's established very early on that it is the human world writ large with which she is fascinated. So we have that plot line that's consistent between the film and the stage adaptation. Um, Is there a huge shipwreck where Ursula is going to get stabbed and demise into the murky waters? No, the ending is a bit different um, in some useful ways. And there are new songs. Of course, you have your standards under the sea. You have Kiss the Girl. You have Part of Your World, of course. Um, But there are new songs. Scuttle has a really hysterical song called Positivity. Um, Prince Eric has a couple of really lovely ballads as well. So I think they preserved what works well in the film and have taken some things in some really useful and creative directions. The theme that you talk about that the, the stage adaptation has, do you think that maybe the reason the students were excited about doing Little Mermaids because it sort of captures the youth zeitgeist right now in a lot of ways in terms of where young people are in this country? I think so. And one of the things that I think is really interesting, and this will be discussed to some extent in our lobby display, um, I think that The Little Mermaid can also be read as a transgender embodiment story. Ariel is absolutely aware of her sense of self and that this mermaid body um, is not true and authentic to her. She is committed to exploring a different way of embodying the identity that she knows as her. And I know that we have um, non-binary and trans students in the cast who have found that part of the story really empowering. We've had great conversations in rehearsals about uh, colonization in the sense that this Prince Eric has always been embodied as a white prince, even though we are located decidedly in the Caribbean. And I think the racial consciousness that the play doesn't hit us over the head with by any means, um, but it has opportunities to consider some really important things. A third one I would raise is environmentalism and um, pollution to the natural habitat of the ocean and the life there. And our students who do have increasingly uh, justice-minded philosophies and consciousnesses, they've really appreciated those elements of the musical. This is a big cast. You've got to have a lot of people on the stage at the Wells Theater for this production. Yes, a cast of about 40. I think that's the exact total. Uh, Over 70 people contributing to the production, though. Um, Wells is an intimate space. Of course, it's the larger space that we have here on this campus, um, but it is um, a small theater. And so staging needs to be creative to make all of those bodies fit and work. Um, But it's happening, and I could not be thrilled. It's one of the most positive and energetic casts I've ever worked with. 
Also, it's a community partnership as well, the production. It is. We have a long, uh, treasured relationship with Buchanan Center for the Arts. So they are contributing partners on this, although we have uh, been able to expand those partnerships also to include... United Way of Greater Warren County and Galesburg Community Foundation. So we have residents of Monmouth and Galesburg um, and beyond participating on this production, and they've all just added so much to our process. What are some of the challenges of directing this production? You know, it, it started at a pretty big scale on, on Broadway, on a theater a little bit larger than Wells. And my guess is the budget was a little bit bigger as well for that production. So how do you keep that bigness, that feeling that you have for this production while putting it, casting it, producing it in an intimate setting? Well, some of it is that um, we as a department meet every August and we look at the budget for the year and we allocate our funds appropriately to each of the four shows. So The Little Mermaid certainly got the largest budget, but we have had to pinch every single penny and big borrow, um, not steal. Uh, Although maybe we have wanted to or needed to a couple times. Um, So you get creative. I'm so thankful for Stacy Lotes. Two of her art classes are working on costume pieces for the Under the Sea characters. And those are all upcycled costumes. We're using a lot of corrugated board, foam core, uh, fa- uh, fabric scraps that we've had upstairs in Wells Theater for, you know, probably the last 20 years. And I think that really works with the environmental comment that I hope comes through in at least some small way. Um that you just get creative about what resources that you do have at your disposal and use them to the fullest potential. I think we've cleaned out our spray paint cabinet like crazy on this show. I think the big challenge is always, well, how do you give the illusion of swimming? The initial Broadway production used um, extensive roller skating, and we've preserved just a little bit of that with two characters. Um, The original Broadway production actually was met with really mixed critical reception, um, and if it was to lean one direction over the other, it leaned toward negative. Um, It was just sort of very complicated, like a lot of people didn't buy into everybody being on roller skates. the Paper Mill Playhouse did a well-received production after that where they did a lot of flying to give the illusion of swimming, to add vertical depth to the ocean floor, and then, of course, with um, Scuttle flying through the air, uh, more literally in that sense. We don't have the budget to safely fly anybody, so we don't. Um, and so it's just a lot of fluid arm movement, and I trust the audiences will accept anything that I establish and ask them to accept. I think we have really generous audiences in that sense. You're listening to Mammoth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Office of Communications and Marketing. We're visiting with Mammoth Theater Professor Vanessa Campagna. She's directing the upcoming production of Disney's The Little Mermaid. It will be presented April 20th through the 23rd in the college's Wells Theater. Tickets are going fast, so be sure to get yours now. You can do that online at monmouthcollege.edu slash theater, or you can head over to the Wells Theater Box office during regular business hours or stop in at the Buchanan Center for the Arts on the Monmouth Public Square. The Buchanan Center for the Arts is also producing the show with the college. 
Now let's get back to my conversation with Vanessa Campagna about the upcoming production of The Little Mermaid. I asked Vanessa to discuss what it's like to direct a musical that so many college students grew up watching so many times during their childhood and adolescent years. Probably many of them know many of the lines by heart. Oh, I think we're seeing this in contemporary pop culture right now. I mean, news broke over Easter weekend. Uh, the upcoming film iteration is rewriting lyrics to kiss the girl and poor unfortunate souls. Of course, our production legally can't do any of that um, at this moment. Um, it, Speaking of legality, so the character of Sebastian, it's legally binding that the character uses a Jamaican accent. So Gabriella Madu has been um, using her native. Uh, she is a Jamaican woman, and so she is doing um, dialect coaching with Edras Chavez, who is portraying Sebastian. So some of those things that audiences expect, like Sebastian's accent, we are legally required to include in our production. Um Of course, we know that there was a lot of public uproar about Ariel being cast with a woman of color, and my production certainly was open to that. I had actors of color called back for that role, and the way the cast ultimately shook out, we have a a white student portraying Ariel. Um, But some of those visual memory, you know, does Ariel need to have red hair? We had lots of conversations about that. Um, I did not feel strongly about it, but... We're going to see an Ariel with red hair. Uh, got dyed over the weekend. So I think, you know, you just know what things your audiences are right to expect. And you balance that with things that the royalty house requires of you to do. Um, in terms of my vision, um, I would say that I don't really have a really heavy-handed concept on this show. Um, that's a little different for me. I often do have concept-heavy shows, but this one, uh, Disney, just requires so much work. So between directing, choreographing it, I'm co-scenic designer with student Grace Cornelius. I'm the props designer. I'm probably forgetting something. So there wasn't time to try and come up with a new concept. Well, I guess that's where maybe Disney is different from saying like directing Shakespeare where or even a really old musical such as Carousel, where there's maybe a little more freedom to interpretation because people grew up with maybe a stage production of Shakespeare or stage production of Carousel or even South Pacific, whereas these kids have grown up seeing that this is the definitive way that the Little Mermaid is supposed to be presented. So I guess that's a lot different when it comes to directing it. Certainly, those are considerations that I look into and that I think most directors are wise to consider as well. But for me, it really comes down to who is the show for? And so you're not really going to have an audience full of young children if you're doing Shakespeare. And so I think adult audiences have a cognitive capacity to reimagine and think creatively um, about, you know, transposing a Midsummer Night's Dream, I don't know, to an, an 80s rave. You know, we could do that. And I think your adult audiences could go there, whether it's their preference or not, they can still go there. Um, An audience full of children who know The Little Mermaid and are expecting some specific things, 
my artistic preference, I want the kids to be happy and I don't want kids to miss enjoying the performance because they're confused. What have you enjoyed about directing this play? The talent. Um, Our department is just in a tremendous moment of growth. Our numbers have doubled in recent years. Um, We've had more students participating this year than in my entire time at the college, well over 100 participants in theater this year. And it's not just having the theater full of people. It's the talent that they are bringing is quite extraordinary. Um, I think audiences will just be amazed um, from our very young freshmen all the way up to our most senior uh, students and our adult uh, community members. We have um, an adult community member playing the role of Grimsby, an adult community member playing the role of Scuttle. And across the board, our principals are amazing. And I tell you what, our ensemble is committed and energetic and uh I always tell the cast, my mom's favorite part of musicals are the chorus, so you can't get me in trouble uh, with my mom. The chorus numbers have to be stellar, and they will be. So they're bringing a lot of talent and wonderful energy. Of course, one of the wonderful things about theater productions at Monmouth, it doesn't just include theater students or theater professors. No, it sure doesn't. We have students from all of the disciplines, and I think that that's one of the reasons why we can end up having time in the process to talk, even if just briefly, about colonization, where we can talk about environmental impact, where we can talk about LGBT representation in a, in a otherwise seemingly uh, heteronormative narrative. Because these students are studying so many things and they can bring these different disciplinary lenses uh, to the reading of the script and to our rendering of it in production and their minds are curious and they make connections that stimulate me and I wouldn't have it any other way. I love our theater students but I also love our non-theater students and what they bring to the uniqueness of our department. That's Mama Theater Professor Vanessa Campagna. She's directing Disney's The Little Mermaid. It'll be presented April 20th through the 23rd at the college's Wells Theater. Make sure you get your ticket now. You can purchase it at the Wells Theater box office or at the Buchanan Center for the Arts. They're also producing the musical with the college. Or you can go online at monmouthcollege.edu slash theater. You can read more about Disney's The Little Mermaid in the news and events section of the Monmouth College website. My colleague Barry McNamara has written a great preview story of the upcoming musical. Just point your browser to monmouthcollege.edu slash news. And that's a wrap on this 26th episode of Monmouth College Conversations. You can tell us what you think or add to the conversation by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put conversation in the subject line. Until our next conversation, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.